the next episode of Nerd Flicks and Chill will start in three, two, one, zero. Hey everybody, this is Nick. And this is Carrie. And we are Nerd Flicks and Chill, and we are going to recap Westworld's season three finale called crisis theory now uh, if you guys have been listening you know that kind of on the whole i've been really into this season uh for the most part and i think carrie you have had your ups ups and downs downs with this season particularly uh not feeling the dolores storyline which has kind of been the main driver Mm -hmm. through the season now westworld as you said last week has often kind of done a lot of heavy lifting in its finale so i'll just come right out and ask you the question did it stick the landing for you not completely it wasn't Ah. uh yeah it wasn't completely stuck a little bit of a wobble there well a fair bit of a wobble yeah no it i i try i was really thinking about this before we started to record Knowing that I didn't think this was a home run, I don't know why I'm using, we're using so many sports analogies. I don't watch sports, but, um, uh, trying to think of what, okay, what would have made it more interesting for me or what would have made me been on board more? And I think one of the things that maybe would have done that for me is if it was a full 10 episodes. Possibly, because I do feel there are at least two episodes that stick in my mind, this finale and then I think episode three, I think, where it just seemed like it was sensory overload, where it was like they were throwing so much information at you that I almost got numb to it and I kind of forgot or couldn't follow necessarily what was going on because there was just so much thrown at me. And that was kind of how I felt in this finale. It felt like they were just cramming so much in there that I was just like, I don't even understand what's happening anymore. So I don't know if it could have been expanded a little bit so that it didn't feel it was so compressed. Would that made me have enjoyed it more? I'm not sure. But I do feel that there were moments in um, this entire season that just felt like it was too much, which I never thought I would say that about Westworld. You know, for the most part, I really did enjoy uh, the finale. There are a couple of things in there that are a little bit uh, weird. There's actually one thing that that I kind of cringed at, and it, it just made me mad. Hmm. Um, but but it was kind of like a small thing. But it's like a kind of it was kind of very villain tropey thing that happened. Oh. Um, but for the most part, I thought it was pretty good. I, I think that one of the things that I really like about this is, you know, when you see Dolores hooked up to Rehoboam and it's reading her mind and it's deleting stuff out of her head, you know, the memories that she retains are the yeah. good ones. I actually really like that idea. I thought that was really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there were some, there were some tasty nuggets in this (laughs) it wasn't all bad um you know they didn't completely stumble on the landing you know it wasn't stuck for me but it wasn't perfect um no there were some great little moments in this and there was something actually that i forgot to mention in our last episode that kind of annoyed me a little bit and i forgot about it until i started watching this episode i was like ah, i forgot to mention this but it also ties in with this one as well, because there was something 
um, that as I was watching it, that reminded me of that was that the moment where Caleb realizes that Dolores is a host, it ha- it happened off screen. Like we weren't even like we didn't even get that realization. They were riding on the horses and he was like, so you killed all those people? And it was like, what? That was his realization that she was a host? Like, it was so nonchalant. And it was just, I would think, have thought that that would have been an interesting moment to see. I don't know. I just, I thought that it would have been something else. And then when, during this, um, the finale episode where he's taking her to that warehouse... And then I'm not going to go into it because I'm sure we're going to talk about it. But it was just one moment where he's like, what are you or who are you? And I'm like, you're just now having this conversation. Like, it was just very weird to me that we were that we just didn't get that moment because I would think that that would have been something huge. And it was so just like, meh, no big deal. You get his realization that she's not human when she gets shot. You don't get the, the background on the. Um, on who she was. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, you get that little bit when she gets shot that he has that look. Like, what? But you would think that there would be some kind of an exchange other than it's just Caleb giving googly eyes all over the place. So, yeah, that wasn't satisfying enough to me. I wanted yeah. more from that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, one thing that we do find out is who the fifth Dolores Pearl was. And it's that was old Lawrence, Lawrence who showed up. Lawrence. Lawrence Loris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shows up to help Bernard. Uh, and we think that he is sending Bernard to see Dolores, but it turns out he is going to see Arnold's wife. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a very sweet moment. I'm interested to see how it really, truly comes into play, because quite honestly, this whole scene, if you would have removed it from this episode, it wouldn't have made a difference. So maybe it will come into play later on in the next season or something. I just didn't think it had a purpose, except for the fact that the wife... That is probably some of the best old person makeup I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was amazing. Like it looked real. It mm-hmm. it looked absolutely real. And I am normally really picky on that. Sometimes the the seams can be covered really well, but there's still something off in like the texture or something. Like you can just see when it almost even appears not part of that person's face but this was flawless like i really had i was really thinking did they get someone that really looks like that actress because this is amazing and yeah it was full on prosthetics and it was incredible yeah i think that scene actually posits more about dolores's character than it actually does about bernard yeah but it also does kind of uh, go a long way to underscoring those cornerstone memories Mm -hmm. those kind of foundational memories that the hosts have i thought they were gonna do something really weird there because i feel like they were kind of tiptoeing through this old fan theory from way back when that charlotte hale was arnold's daughter Mm, okay 
And like, there were a lot of people that thought that Bernard was just kind of like, there was like a little glitch in his memory and that Hale was actually, um, you know, Charlotte Hale was actually his daughter and Charlie was not his son. And that gave kind of a little bit of fuel to that earlier mm-hmm. this season when they, when, um, Hale's husband calls her Charlie. Right. Oh, and then that's true. in this episode, when you go back and you're looking at the pictures on the wall, the kid in that pictures looks like a young Tessa Thompson. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, they're gonna, they're gonna do this hail thing, right? They're gonna yeah. do this right now. And then they didn't. And I was like, oh, okay. So they kind of danced with that little mm. fan theory there. And, uh, then they, they steered away from it. I think that would have been really interesting. I, I've, I try to stay away from anything having to do with the show while we record. So, like, I hadn't looked at what any of the theories were. I think that was really good. And I yeah, like that's it. An old and now one. I, that's I'm, like a season one. Oh, I didn't know that. I had not heard that. And I love it. I, I kind of wish they would have done it. Maybe that was a subtle nod to the fans, maybe. I don't know. But I, I think that's a really interesting idea. Damn it. I wish they would have done it. Like, I was actually waiting for his wife to say, because he kept saying, he kept talking about Charlie, like, he and this, and I kept waiting for her to say, like, Charlie isn't a he. Right. I really thought that there were, like, three or four hints that that was going to be the Mm. turn, and then it never came, and I was like, ah. Hmm. But it it does identify that there is a little bit of humanity in Dolores' plan, Uh, and then you find out that her plan seemingly is... Um, allowing humans to kind of tear down their artificial world and to rebuild a new world together. Yeah. Which is a nice idea. It's a nice idea. It's not, um, you know, it, it's not the super violent Dolores. I mean, I guess, I guess her, it, it is weird that she does kind of vacillate to being kind of a humanist and then also a, a, a militant extremist. Yeah. Like and a militant revolutionary. Yeah. And that's what I thought was strange too, that she has this whole plan and it's not revealed until the very end that no, it was actually a really nice, good, happy plan. I was like, then why did you go through all these terrible means to get there? But I right. mean, it, I mean, and I guess, I don't know, in, in a roundabout way, is that because of her, and maybe I'm just giving them too much credit. I don't know. But in a roundabout way, is that just because of her experience with people that she just sees them as all being so completely violent? Right. You know, the, you know, violent delights and all that kind of shit, you know, that they had said since season one. Is that why? Maybe? I don't know. Um, I just, I just felt that there was a lot of things in this season that were overly complicated. That were mm. very muddy, that I think could have either been, that have maybe could have gotten there in a cleaner way, or would it have been cleaner if there were more episodes, if it was more than just eight? I don't know. Or would they have just crammed in more stuff to make it complicated? I don't know. Um, mm. But yeah, I think there's a lot of things that were just overly elaborate, you know, that, that it was like, Get to the point. Um, I mean, prime example was something that happened last, um, in the last episode with Caleb. Um, it just seemed like a, an over rehashing of everything. It was like, we already know this. Why are you showing us this again? Just get to the juicy parts that we need to know. I don't need all this other stuff, especially knowing that there's only eight episodes. You know, clean it up a little bit. Don't make it so yeah. difficult. 
I would say the thing that surprised me most is, um, I mean, and again, I really enjoy this season. I was a little surprised at how much of it I was able to predict. Yeah, I am too. That was good. You know, talked about how we talked like six weeks ago about how the key to the forge was in Bernard. Like that is teed yeah. up very early and it's like the reveal is like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And that then was of very course, underwhelming. Maeve eventually teaming up with Dolores. Yeah. Um, you know, that was inevitable too. I think you could, you could really see it. Yep. And I thought that was, uh, I thought that was a little bit predictable, although very well executed. I thought. You know, I, yeah. I I did enjoy the Maeve kind of turn, the whole like kind of like Darth Vader saving Luke Skywalker kind of moment. Right. Well, I think early on we predicted that one of her clones was going to go rogue. Right. Was yeah. Quoting like multiplicity, like one of them's going to be the reject. You know. Um. So yeah, that happened. Um. What else? Yeah. I mean. What's- the idea that I found really interesting in the finale is that Serac had like a, basically an earpiece that he was doing what mm. Rehoboam was telling him. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Like he sacrificed his individuality that much. Yeah. Which I found to be a really interesting turn. Mm. Like he I- seeks order so much that he is willing to basically become a puppet of an AI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a neat idea. I thought the, the thing for me that was a neat idea um, was learning that all of the hosts are clones of Dolores. All of them, ever. Yeah. I thought it was kind I, of interesting. I didn't necessarily think that they... I, I, I mean, I don't know if that's exactly what they... Is that explicitly what they are saying? Yeah, she said all like, of the other ones were rejected that didn't work. She was the only one that did, so they based all of the other ones off of her. Right, but they're not all Dolores's, right? Like No, no, no. They're not all Dolores's, but they were all based off of her. Right. She was the model that worked and then yeah. everything kind of kind of yeah. Yeah. She was the blueprint. Right. So yeah, I yeah, I yeah. guess they're they're not direct clones, but offspring, brothers, sisters, I don't know. But um The other yeah. The other thing Children. that I was kind of surprised by is how much heavy lifting the show does after the credits. You know, I was surprised about that too. What I what I was thinking of was that I'm like, oh, this is like Lord of the Rings. This is like Fellowship, or not Fellowship, it's like Return of the King. It just keeps going. There's like multiple endings happening. Um, yeah, I was really surprised that, to me, honestly, some of the most interesting stuff of the whole episode were what happened after the episode ended. Yeah, so we get... William going to Delos headquarters. He starts shooting up the place. He finds Hale. Uh, and then we, we get this whammy that what she is going to use, she's, she is basically doing the kind of Dolores plan that we maybe thought that Dolores was going to do. Yeah. It sounds and that like is it. have this kind of violent robot uprising mm-hmm. and that she is going to use the man in black. And then they bring William's storyline to an end right there. They kill him. And basically that leaves season four with this very exciting idea of an 
unrestrained, ruthless man in black. Which I can't wait to see. That's going to be so yeah. much fun. And I know Ed Harris is going to have a blast doing that because yeah. he was he was very expressive in how he was frustrated with this season because of his part um, expressly. So I know he's going to have a great time with that. Like they did the exploration of the character. They got to the bottom of it and just that he basically was pretty horrible always. Uh, once we got that resolution done, they were free to kill him and now just, just lean into his worst impulses. I, I cannot wait to see what he's going to be like next season. Although I'm so curious because they've shown us multiple times that creating uh, a host based on a person doesn't work. So maybe that's not exact. I mean, maybe it's because they were it, previously they were trying to do an exact replica or something and it just it wasn't working. So maybe even though they're using his likeness kind of like with Hale and it wasn't it, and at first it wasn't even working with her either that she was kind of rejecting it. But then something happened that made her. I guess the car crash that made her kind of come into her own. So what's going to go on with this man in black possibly in the next one? Is he going to reject it as well? Um, you know, even though we're saying he's going rogue, is he going to go rogue from being rogue? Like what is going to happen there? It's to me, it suggests that they're actually not making a body that they're going to download William's consciousness into they just made a host they just made a host version of him yeah that looks like him that looks like him yeah yeah now you know and who knows they, oh, I, that's right. I think it's going to be some completely different entity and not william just the right. man in black right because that you you know what you're right because that's what they did before was they were trying to upload the consciousness of the person into the host and that's why it was being rejected it wasn't just the fact that it was a host and they put in their information it was more than just that um but then it also but then also too it's like well then why was the hail dolores rejecting the hail body you know it just wasn't fitting so that's what i thought that there was just something about having a mind an independent mind being put into a false body that it just would reject it no matter what it was. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was wondering if it was more about the the actual living in the body. Or not living in the body, but like living in the life of somebody. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know. But that's kind of a really cool post-credit sequence, which I, mm. I was really pleased by. And then, of course, we get Bernard waking up because uh, this, this episode really ends with him going into the forge to find something we don't know what and waking up covered in dust. So wherever he, however long he's been there, it's either been, he's either been there a very long time. It's a poorly run hotel is all I got to say. Well... I was wondering if it might be just a couple days later and some awful thing has happened. Oh, that would be very interesting because it, it, to me and a lot of other people are thinking, oh my God, he's been there for like years because he's covered in all of that dust. But it didn't look just like dust. It did look like it was something because it was brown. Like, that's not normally the color of dust. Oh, I guess unless he's in the desert somewhere, maybe. Well, like, it might be ash. It might right. be 
you know, because I was thinking about the the Westworld poster for season three and how you have that host body and there's like the ash on the ground or the sand, Hmm. you know, and I think that's kind of where we're looking at, you know, it, it, it does have that kind of fight club ending. Where we have the, um, the Pink Floyd song. There's a Pink Floyd song and they're, you know, Maeve and Caleb are watching the, the buildings burn and some of the buildings blow up yep, and stuff. Yep, yep. So there are explosions and things like that that are happening. True. And he did have more of a look about him as the way, for example, people looked when the buildings collapsed in New York on 9-11, the way they're covered in all of that debris and dust and everything that has more of a look than say going into an old house and there's things that are covered in dust so yeah that's a very good point and i i think i'm i'm with you on that one like i'm not sure they're going to do like a planet of the apes thing where they jump way into the future (laughs) and hosts have run the world and right you know there's all that kind of stuff i think that's i don't i don't think that's where they're going but um I'm not sure. I don't think there's going to be a massive time jump in there. Right. Oh, I think that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Um, the other the, the other reason why I hope that's kind of not the case is I wouldn't mind seeing Aaron Paul back, and I wouldn't mind seeing Vincent Cassell come back as well. Yeah. I have a feeling they will. I can't imagine why they wouldn't. Right. Do you think this is truly the end of Dolores? No. You don't? Nope. Not at all. Because I thought that this was such a beautiful, quote-unquote, ending. If that's not the end of her, then that was pointless. Then all of that whole thing had no meaning. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that death is always tricky on this show. Hell, technically there are uh, multiple copies of Dolores that are still out there. Well, that's true. Right. But that one, that one that we've been with, the original one, is that the end of her? I, well, I think that incarnation of Dolores, most likely, yes. Yeah. But I do believe that there will be a Dolores in season four, um, played by Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, I just don't know what that looks like. Although, we do know that there is that mirror that, that we've talked about this season. And it was kind of one of my predictions is that Dolores would die and that it is going to be up to Bernard to rebuild her from memory oh, as true. she did with him. That is the kind of storytelling mirroring that they have to use, basically, because yeah. they've introduced it. Yeah. So I really like some of those ideas that they played around with in this episode. Um I, I thought it was interesting. I think sometimes the world is maybe it's, I think one of the things that has impacted my watching of this show is the current reality that we are living in. Yeah. You know, cause sometimes it feels a little too uncomfortably close. Yep. Like I have watched two shows this week that show things in the future. And in that future, there are a lot of people just like wearing face masks. Yeah. I was pretty surprised by that. Yeah, well, I watched Contagion this week. <laughs> I have never seen it before. And I was watching it, and I was like, wow. Three quarters of this movie are exactly what's going on right now. Right. And it's crazy how similar it was. And I was as I was watching it, I'm thinking... 
you know what, just change a couple things in some of the wording. And this could be me watching a movie about what I'm going on right now in the future. It was Mm. weird. It is very strange. And I do think that did impact some of my perceptions of the show this season. Although, again, Mm. I really like the season. I love the kind of sci-fi futurism that that they gave us. And I, I really like the the kind of thoughtfulness of the world building that happens here. I think that to me was one of the big standouts of the season. Yeah. I no, there were things that I did like about this. I mean, again, I always love the sets. I love the locations that they find. I mean, especially I'm incredibly biased because I've been to one of the places that they filmed in and it was so cool to see that. Um, but I mean, always they pick really good locations. They have amazing sets. The the score by Rami Javadi is always so good, although I think this season didn't stand out to me as much as past seasons. There was still some great stuff in here because he's just amazing. And always the hair, makeup and costuming and choreography for this show is always consistent. And I thought that this season was right on par with all of that. Um, for me, it was just um, some of the story. Um, and some of the pacing I thought was a little clunky and overly complicated. Um, I didn't hate it, but it just left me scratching my head a lot. I, I wasn't as into it as I normally am because I'm usually so into making predictions and like really hyped about it and can't wait to see what happens next. And I was just kind of like, meh. All right. But is some of that is some of that the condition of the world or is some of that the show? I've I've wrestled with this question too cuz I've I've really enjoyed this season, but I have not dived dove into <laughs> it the way that I normally do. No, I definitely haven't. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely haven't. Um I don't know. I, I mean, that's a that's a really good thing to ponder. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I know that it wasn't, um, I wasn't as into it as I normally am. So. Yeah. I think that's, that's the trick, right? It, it's kind of deciding the headspace that we're currently in <laughs> because the dystopian future is not the most appealing no. thing to watch right now because you know, we're living right. in kind of a dystopian present. <laughs> yeah. You know, if everything was going great, this might be like a lot more fun to be like, oh, let's imagine a world where it's dark and technology <laughs> is taking over and all this other stuff. Um, right, right now we, we don't, we're not able to ponder the bigger technological questions Mm-mm. and the philosophical ideas because we are stuck pondering things like wash your hands <laughs> and don't get sick, right? Like we are living in a time that is actually, uh, rough because of illness and disease, not because of technology. It's like, it's like di- diametrically opposed ideas in a way. Yeah. Well, and also right now it's hard to ponder a future. You know, I can't even ponder next week, you know, <laughs> let alone, um, a month from now, a year from now, even beyond that. I have no idea. So it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, I feel so disconnected. From a lot of things. So, um, but I, and I do find it difficult to concentrate on a lot of stuff, to sit down and watch something. And usually the things that I end up sitting down and watching and really connecting with is something that absolutely has nothing to do with what's going on right now. 
yeah. something where I can completely shut my mind off. And and yes, obviously, hosts running the world isn't <laughs> what's going on right now. But but like you said, there were things that were certain, you know, um, overtones of like kind of what we're dealing with right now. And um, just having that feeling about it. Yeah, I've just maybe maybe that's it. I'm not sure. I haven't pondered it enough, but yeah, overall, it's been difficult to get into things for me. Yeah. I think the sci-fi elements of this season, I think, will age very, very well. I think they just did a lot of really cool stuff with the world building. Um, But the thing I'm most excited about is I think this Charlotte Hale violent host revolution with the man in black kind of leading the charge sets up for a season four that could be really awesome and we could see a lot of people from the first two seasons coming back into season four i think there's a lot of exciting ideas there yeah i you know i with all of the negative that that i have felt and have expressed even with this finale not being the greatest for me I'm still really looking forward to season four because I think this sets up some really exciting stuff. Now, one of the things we did predict was that we predicted it was going to be a cliffhanger and it most certainly was, but it was, it was just, uh, it just has me, it does have me really excited to go into season four because the things that were so exciting, the few things that I thought that were exciting in this season are what are going to be carried over. So it seems like the writers thought they were exciting too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with Maeve and Arnold and the Charlotte Hale, Dolores. And yeah, I am, I am excited about that. Yeah. And I think ultimately one of the things that I think this season could serve, depending what happens next season, depending how they play it is that. This could have been a really amazing introduction to the human world, developing empathy for humans after understanding kind of the the similarity to the condition of the hosts and, and the way that they were living. And now to understand this kind of violent uprising that's about to take place. I think there's a lot of really cool groundwork that this season's going to lay for the next season. Um, because I think next season, it's it, uh, just on paper, it's a super exciting idea because yeah. they can really do anything they want with mm-hmm. it. They could turn, they could turn the real world into something that looks just like Westworld. Well, and maybe that's, I mean, really, that's what this season served as. It was this whole entire season was set up as a transition. So maybe that's why it felt a little clunky at times. Maybe that's why it took a little bit to get into it, because it's like, well, we're bringing you from this point to this point. You know, it's yeah, it's I'm, one of those. It's it's like when you watch a season and you have one episode that doesn't really kind of fit. and You're like, that eh, was a filler episode. Like this feels like that's eh, a filler season. There's some good stuff in there, but, you know. Oh, see, I don't I actually think this is a great season, mm. but um, I, I'm it also left me extremely excited for what they're going to do in the future. Cause now it just seems like it just seems like they don't have uh, the storytelling restraints. I mean, the forge is still out there, which means that you could see a catcher to come back. You could see Teddy mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. You can see a lot of those characters come back into it, which I think would be super exciting. Oh, something. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to admit this. Um, it was, <laughs> I, it was something I was flipping through on the TV and it caught my attention. Um, the 
woman that you had just mentioned that was one of the Indian hosts, Native American hosts, um, that she was in Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I found out another way why I had recognized her. (laughs) Like I said, I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but she was in the Twilight movies. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my God. But it's crazy. So was the actress that played Charlotte Hale. Or not Charlotte Hale. I'm sorry. That played um, Clementine. She was in Twilight. I didn't realize that. Um, uh, blah, name just left my brain. Um, Mr. Robot and Bohemian Rhapsody um, actor won the Oscar on the tip of my tongue. He was in Twilight as well, which was crazy. Well, so I think as, there's as, a lot to as crap as those movies are. There's some good people that were in them, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot to look forward to in the future of Westworld, and I think ultimately um, this season really did a lot of cool world building. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty good about the future of it. Oh, I am too. I mean, I'm, I I didn't completely lose my mojo from this season. Like I said, I was I was uh, I was very hard on it. I think because I. I, I love the first two seasons so much. So I think my expectations were really, really, really high, probably too high. And I was just kind of, eh, you know, I, I liked every other episode um, for the most part. Um, There's a lot. I thought there was a lot of really good stuff this season, but um, it did feel overstuffed and clunky. But I am definitely looking forward to the next season they haven't lost me i'm i'm still on board um because i have i have faith in them and we will be here to cover it all yes whenever that is (laughs) whenever that is right who knows when they're no idea it's just back on the air yeah, it's just like, been great. So it makes me wonder when they were writing this, did they know it was going to be? Cause I mean, they didn't really, they didn't announce that it was greenlit for a fourth season until just recently. Yeah, but it made me wonder when they were writing it. this, did they know? They had I don't to know. Cause, cause I was, wa- as I was watching, I'm thinking, what if this would have been the last one? I don't think you can write that way. Hmm. I don't think you can like craft your story to where, well, we don't know if we're going to come back, so let's just wrap everything up. And if we get another season, we'll tack on another 10 episodes. Yeah, but you know that people do. You know that they yeah, do. Yeah, I don't know that shows, I don't know that good shows do that. <laughs> well. But yeah, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good stuff that's, that's coming, so. All right, you guys have heard our thoughts on Westworld season finale crisis theory, but we'd like to hear yours as well. So hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Nerdflix Chill. You can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you're listening on one of those platforms, throw us a five star review. We'd greatly appreciate it. You can also check out all of our episodes at lrmonline.com. And while you're there, check out the network of podcasts there. A lot of great stuff for you to listen to. We will be back soon with another episode. I want to thank you guys for listening. Until next time, may the Force be with you because the night is dark and full of terrors.